The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. It is a Tuesday. We are live. Got Alex Clancy in the studio. Along with Deborah Debris, whom I haven't seen in a while. Who are? I was, gone. I was here was, last week. I was gone. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Either you're gone yeah. or I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but when you were gone, I was saying Deborah, she's out doing the Deborah thing. She was out there. I was out. I was out freezing my butt off in uh, South Carolina. 27 freaking degrees. In Murder Beach? Yeah. It was cold. We were blaming the Canadians that came in for the group that they brought the cold weather with them. So. You can blame that here in Arizona also because it was raining and cold here. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did a talk in- last Friday at seven seven thirty in the morning that only half the people showed because of the who weather was being so bad. Who was listening at, uh, or getting up at 7.30 to hear something? Well, you know Business what? people. Yeah, I take that back yeah. because <laughs> I was in Orlando for the same reason mm. and – People were up. I'm like, it was five o'clock to me, or four o'clock right. for me. Yeah. So I was wondering, this many people are sitting up, getting up, and sitting in this uh, conference room to. Oh yeah, well I used to drive to work at six in the morning. Of course, it was construction, so it was getting in early to make sure the fields were running properly. But where was this? Not here. Sure. Oh, six in the morning. Yeah. No, that's it too can much. be done. Traffic is bad. I can't do it. And I was just thinking <clears> about traffic on the way in here. <clears throat> um, I'm glad the show was at ten. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're not driving with the amateurs anymore. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know. You guys would be hosting the show. I wouldn't put up with that. I can't. Four days: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. It is tough. Alex Clancy is also in here as Deborah and I have our private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're catching up. We do have a lot to talk about. We got the NBA. Uh, we have uh, football. Not just the Washington Redskins, the San Francisco 49ers Giants game last night, but also the idiocy of. Uh, Seattle Seahawks corners, uh, secondary. <laughs> I, I just I I don't get it. But we'll, we'll get into that. <clears throat> we do have. Um, I do want to talk about Kobe, Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then we will find something else to talk about. Johnny Mazel, not so much him, maybe the Heisman. Because I was listening to, to some uh, commentation about it this morning, and you know people still think he should get it. This guy's lost three games. He's lost three games. How is he going to get the Heisman? But they. You know, I'm not looking for a reason not to give it to him. I'm just looking for the fairness of why he shouldn't get it. So we'll get into that. 888-346-9144. Deborah, you look like you wanted to say something. No? No, I'm just hanging. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so me, me and Alex, we can hang. You can't hang. I can't hang? You, you can't hang. Okay. God, girls can't hang. Anyway. <laughs> I've been told different when I was in construction. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I was told I had bigger ones than most men. Well, so. some women do. <laughs> some women do. Them the successful the velvet glove. Successful women. <laughs> anyway, let's let's get into this a sports show. That's a whole other subject. Let's yeah. get into our sports show. Um, 
Kobe Bryant, two years, $48 million. Is this, this deal well-deserving? Kobe Bryant haven't played since tearing up his Achilles. Also, if you're the owner, um, now Kobe mm-hmm. has put in work, and I'm saying this uh, as a fan of Kobe's, he has put that work in to, <clears throat> to obtain a deal having not played since the Achilles, not knowing how he would come back. Is this a fair deal for the Lakers as far as the cap space that he's taking up, 35% of it for two years, I believe? Or what would you want to see Kobe play a couple games first to see and then give him a deal uh, according to his playing level at that point? You know what you're going to get with him when he's 75%. So to answer your question, business-wise, it's an awful decision. But he brings in so much revenue for that organization every year. He probably brings in he probably brings in double off the this, court. Oh yeah, with jersey sales and mm-hmm. and everything, Mer- just merchandise in general and appearances and stuff like that. That this they'll they'll be happy to pay the luxury tax on this if they want to bring somebody else in. I think it's one seventy five to the dollar now, so it's it's something ridiculous. But you know the buses have a lot of money mm-hmm. and they've always had a lot of money, so th- I don't really think that it's gonna it's gonna cost them some money to do it but i th- to answer your question yes i think it's an awful business this is dan awful. snyder has a lot of money he have he hasn't done anything with it uh so but you know the bus and kobe uh while there as it would he come in as a 19 year old 17 17 year old first game was 18 first game was 18, 18 but i think he was 17 has uh, five world championship rings yeah this is all he's one short of jordans yeah right. yeah this he's is right. his um this is his going away present you mentioned one short of the Joe, uh, Jordans uh, when you talk about the championship rings. If Kobe has always compared himself to Jordan, and Kobe his own guy, and we saw, I know when Kobe first came to lead, I was looking at the antics that he that he had, and it was all jo- Jordan-like. Right. Tongue out, mouth open, play like him, walk like him. I'm like, man, you're making me throw up. <laughs> so I never liked Kobe, but I respect Kobe's game, his approach to the game and what he does on the court, regardless of how many people like him, knowing he's going to get the ball, he's the last one to shoot. Mm-hmm. I respect his game, but I didn't like how he wanted to be Jordan. But did Down he have to, to do team. that to he get to where he's at? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. He was still Kobe. Kobe is good. Yeah, Kobe, he's 17-year-old Kobe. Kobe That's he, a different mentality at that a, age. At that 17-year-old Kobe was a future star. Kobe mm-hmm. turned into a star. Kobe's now a superstar. So that goes mm-hmm. back until the, maybe the yeah. Now he's his own year. man. So yeah. is that loyalty? Giving him a oh, two totally. year deal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've well, seen loyalty work. And I'm surprised. So and the thing is that if Kobe wants to win another championship, if he really wants to win another championship, he would have taken two year 25 mil total so they could bring one or two other people in. Two years 25 mil. Yeah, total. so 12 and a half a year. So that against no. the cap, well, that's if he wants to win, he would take half the money. And he's made so much money in his career, it's out of control. His shoes are $150 a pop. Get out that man's pocket. Yeah, what are you story. talking about? More you money, more I money. Don't, um, I don't. I, I personally. I pro- what's ridiculous? That number that they can pay him? I, no, I no I what's ridiculous is if you want to win a championship, you're not supposed to be the highest paid player on the team when you're thirty, going to be 36 and 37 years old. And That's plays, ridiculous. But, is he still but who the best else player? are they going to get? Yeah, who is he still the what best What do you mean who else are they going to get? There who? are so many people that want to come to L.A. Who? Uh, LeBron can come to L.A. Kevin Love. LeBron's not Carmelo going to LA. Wants to come to LA. He's not coming to L.A. If anything, LeBron go back to Cleveland. Okay. And you've made this point, and it made sense to me. Why not go back home In when you're done th- with Miami? This summer and next summer, there's a lot of free agents, young free agents that want to go somewhere to see, play. I'm not, I'm, not, um, I'm not going off of uh, – see, I don't really – 
I'm not going off that I'm a fan of the Lakers and then just I'm going to say everything positive about them. That's not what I'm, I'm saying. I didn't say you were saying that. Yeah. I'm going. So, okay, let me go. I'm not a fan of. I'm not going off that I'm a fan of Cardinals, so I won't throw you in this. I'm a fan of Cardinals. I'm going to say everything positive. It has to make sense. That was a. That's why I asked, was it a loyalty move or a business move? It's 35% against the cap. You, Alex, you mentioned the luxury tax. I want to know, Deborah and I say, who else they going to get in there that's going to make sense? I, I, I've always stayed out of somebody's pocket. This, I'm talking about me. I, I personally stayed out of somebody's pocket or the money they was making. Uh, it had nothing to do with me. Um, maybe on the back end of it, like, okay, well, we can't pay you this because we gave this guy this. But even on Kobe's rehab time, that costs money. That's, he, when he got hurt, he got hurt on the basketball court. So now I have to rehab. Now I feel like I'm ready to play. We've seen Kobe come from a knee surgery, and we thought, how'd he do that and still play 82 games? Um, Kobe's a different breed, in my opinion. Yeah. He's a different guy, type of guy. I'm going to give Kobe – I've seen loyalty work in different ways. I've seen loyalty with uh, – I was, I was a huge fan of the Dallas Cowboys. I've seen loyalty destroy my light for the Dallas Cowboys – with the Herschel Walker? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But yeah, no. Um, with uh, yes, Tom, and, yeah. Tom Landry. I, I just didn't. I mean, I don't know. I, I was a fan, so I don't know the business. I didn't know the business part of it. I didn't know if they even asked Tom Landry to come upstairs. I'm just like, why not ask Tom Landry? How you just fire him? But then you look at who the owner is and who the owner has been ever since. And it seemed to be true, but as far as the loyalty with Kobe, Kobe has put that work in where he can make two hundred. I mean, forty-eight million for two years. And I and I and I try to speculate on, well, maybe if he would have just took eighteen to twenty million, he'd have had eight to ten million under the cap, and that would have helped. But I'm not telling Kobe to, to go from forty-eight to twenty-four or twenty-five, as you mentioned, a year for two years. That that's crazy. Why? Now, when, they, when, they, when they can pay somebody to that. As who far who as, would do that? As far as a business decision, though, as we look at the Lakers, I mean, this is, I go back to, I think I agree with, <laughs> I know I agree with Alex, um, that is a good decision for the Lakers because uh, of the money that it's going to bring in. When you've got Kobe that this may be his final two years until he's retired, um, the amount of people that are going to show up and pay to watch him is going to be huge. Um, so it's definitely worth it to them. They're going to get their ROI one way or another. They may not get a ring, but they'll get their ROI. We already we always said that the Lakers was a draw in itself. Not the Lakers, the city, L.A. Um, so Kobe there for two years. If somebody want to want to go there, they will go to L.A. to be that guy, knowing that Kobe is going to leave. Um, who will go there for a one year? I, I know we've seen guys like. Uh, I'll say Shaq. When you when you reach a certain level, you can pick the teams you want to go to. When Shaq left L.A., he ended up getting the ring in Miami. But that was Dwayne Wade's team at that point. Now we're looking at a team in Miami who's now LeBron James' team. Uh, teams do travel. Guys, I'm sorry, guys do travel to find that championship. But Kobe being there two years, maybe Kobe had a vested interest in the Lakers and maybe they've talked about business outside of that as far as him with the team. I, I don't know. But... Kobe also wants to be the man. He wants to be the man on a team, and if he went to another team, depending on where he went and who he was, you know, uh, who else was on the team, he may not end up being the man. He'd be one of the guys, one of the guys that everybody looked at, but he well, may that, not be the, that's the about, one. That's what they said about LeBron when he went to Miami. And look, what I understand, happened. but it's an unknown for Kobe, and Kobe knows L.A. Okay, so the facts are: he's 35 years old. He's playing two more years. He'll probably average twenty points and six. Now he has two years on that contract. I don't know if he's playing two. He's going to play two years. He's I, know, gonna, I know he's going to play yeah, two no, years, he, but I'm not saying anything after that, Kobe. Yeah. What did that be? Twenty one years. Twenty years. Twenty years. And that's that's where he wants to get. That's 
that's on. I mean, that's, that's the goal. That, we don't do that anymore with one team with championships. That doesn't really happen anymore in this day and age. But Kobe because there's number four, hasn't he? Well, he he almost walked next door to the Clippers until the Lakers gave him seven years, hundred forty million. Oh seven. Was, was that a threat? Was that holding the Lakers no, hostage? That was ridiculous. Jerry Buss wasn't going to let him go. Right, but why Kobe even say I'm leaving if you don't get this? It's guy all media. Like, you don't know what's true or not. I mean that that. So I don't. I can't believe what you're saying right now to be true. That's exactly. Okay. But I know that but I'm, I'm saying, right, so it's fine. I'm saying that Kobe held them hostage. If, as far as the conversation is concerned, yeah. He he. I call it a threat. Where I'm gonna leave here because why would you want Kobe to go somewhere else? Kobe is a Laker. When I see Kobe, all I'm gonna think is Laker. I don't care where he go. Now, I can say that's different from LeBron James hmm. because the where LeBron James won his championships were in uh, Miami. So when I think Miami. I don't know. That's a young team. So Dwayne Wade, LeBron James. Yeah, but but it's superstars don't leave big city teams. They shouldn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and take away like if you're transplanted there, like Carmelo, that's different. I'm not. Talk, I'm not talking. I'm saying that he went there after Denver. When you're born and bred in a, in a Lakers jersey or in a Celtics jersey or in a Knicks jersey, when, and you're a superstar, you don't leave. That's and, and Jordan was different because he retired and then came back and with the Wizards that was fine. He wanted to play. He knew he wasn't at the elite level that he used to be. Kobe's going to be a Laker until he retires. I think that the end of next season is when free agents are going to start coming because there are only two people under contract next year: Steve Nash and Kobe Bryant. Steve everybody Nash else is nine point seven million. Yeah, everybody else is either 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 one year or with a team option for next year. So they could literally get rid of everybody and bring, start to bring some veteran pieces in and then shoot for the, big, for the big score in 2015, which I believe, not even as a Laker fan, just business sense, will be Kevin Love. It has to be, there has to be at least two superstars on that team. Uh, we've seen it. That's the way they're going. Uh, I'm not going to even talk about the business part of it as far as how these superstars are coming to this point because you can cut out a, you can cut out a lot of agents uh, the way LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and uh, Chris Bosh did it. Uh, they don't want to see guys like that get together and um, negotiate their own contract, negotiate where they're going to play in their free agency. They don't want to see that. That changed everything about basketball. Uh, I, I agree. Superstars shouldn't leave their team because I, I didn't want to see Joe Montana playing in Kansas City. I, I don't want to see that. I don't see uh, Ronnie Lott playing for the Raiders. What about Peyton playing for Denver? I could care less about Peyton. Peyton but but that's because a it because because it's happened in the two thousands. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was because it's different football now. No, I like, didn't like, want, like I don't. Know. It's not your no. favorite player. Yeah. No, well, no. Lot, what about what's the difference between Joe Montana? There's, there's no difference. Uh, I'm saying I don't superstars like Peyton. When I think of Peyton, I think of the Indianapolis Colts. He should have never mm-hmm. left there. But I watched. He didn't have a choice. He, right? No, he, he didn't. Did. I watched that business. Um, how that business went down. Well, they were shopping. His ego got in the way. And I wanted to come to one of the things Deborah uh, was mentioning about can a superstar sit on the bench or be the second guy. Right. AI couldn't do it. And he was always a superstar. He couldn't do it. Once he left San Francisco, I mean, uh, Philadelphia, career was gone. He just didn't want to come off the bench. I thought he would have been a great bench player, added so much to a team, but he couldn't do it. Yep, his ego was too big. Peyton isn't past his prime like Montana was. Kevin, that's Kevin talking crazy. I was reading something. Mean, he's right. You know he's what he's a hockey guy. Peyton is gone. Peyton <laughs> is done. He's not past his prime, but Peyton is injury. His injuries don't allow him to play in certain conditions. We're going to take a break. Yeah, and they're first and, place in their division and probably the third best team in the NFL. And that's Peyton. Yeah. What, what, what happened when the, they had a quarterback? Uh, Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow. What was the difference? Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. We'll come back. You're out of your start. mind. I tell you what, yo, you guys. All love. he does is win, guys. Who, Peyton? No, with Tim Tebow. Hmm. All he does is win. <laughs> From at home. We're going to go to On break. video games.
Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit marchofdimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Comrade Sports Talk. Alice Clancy, Deputy Bree in the studio. We are here. We are live. 888-346-9144. You better get every and all dosage of us right now because we will not be on the air Thursday or Friday. Thanksgiving is Thursday, right? Yes. Okay, the 28th. And the 29th, we will not be on the air, but we will see you the following week. Back to our schedule, normally scheduled time, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, we're talking Kobe Bryant. Um, I got a lot of pause in the um, air time, but I'm thinking um, Kobe Bryant deal, was a, it was a loyalty deal. I think Kobe is still, right now, the best player on that team. Right now, you Come, think any uh, other team would have paid that much for him? No, of course well, not. You, you talking about going through, going in free agent, or if he left right now at thirty-five years old? Hmm. No, no, no. I That's the thing they, they they don't see the value in him as much. Yeah. Certainly, a high-level player. I, I don't want to bring a guy who's but not that kind of there. money. Only how much do you think? You, how much do you think he would have got somewhere else? And for, um, easily um, half fifteen. That? Yeah, no I way. 15. Somebody would give him. He, he would get forty total. It's Kobe. I'm not just paying for his. Um, I'm not just paying. He can still play. He's still the most mentally tough. That's what I said. 40 total. You don't pay for the total. Yeah, you don't pay for the past. You pay for what you think they can do He's the most mentally tough player in the NBA still. I'm paying. That's why they pay pay, uh, professors and and all those people at universities. You pay for what's in your head. I'm paying for somebody who can come speak to my conference. I'm I'm not paying just uh, for Deborah to show up. You pay for Deborah what's in her head. She can get those other people to do above and beyond in that workforce or in that work area, you pay for those things. Obviously, we know Kobe can still play. We, we, we've we seen Kobe come off injuries, but I like to pay for what's in Kobe's head, how he can get other guys around him better. So if I'm a Laker franchise, I want to keep that that atmosphere. Uh, maybe I got a guy he's mentoring or something on that team. I, I don't see it because Steve Nash will be going also another year or so. Maybe there's a guy you get to have that killer instincts. Who's going to be the next Kobe for the Los Angeles Lakers? A guy who's going to come in at 18 years old 
and stay there until he's nobody. 37 years nobody. old. Nobody. Well, nobody out there is tough yeah. enough to do what he did. Right. So well, I wanna, plus, he's not allowed, you're not allowed to because you have to play college for a year. Yeah, that's a black thing. But look, who's going to um, – there's no guys out there um, that's going to play for one team any longer. Kevin Love. Kevin Love. He's going to come to the Lakers and retire. So like, he grew up in L.A. Well, well, he, he's, but he's in Minnesota right now. Yeah, he, I'm saying there's no one guy that's going to come to an organization, a franchise, and stay his entire career. Kevin Love come to the Lakers, that'd be fine. Yeah, if Kevin Love came to the Lakers and finished his career there, he would be remembered as a Laker and not a, not a Timberwolf. Like Shaq is remembered as a Laker. He's not remembered as an Orlando Magic. He's just not. Because, I mean, he won his rings here. He won a ring, but he was pretty much running up and down the court, taking up space, and Dwayne Wade Well, yes, yeah, that's that kind of what I was saying about Yeah, the, which um, is true. Correct. Which, um, uh, the LeBron James and those guys. Um, we'll all see. right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's all speculation at this point. R- real quick, and we'll, we'll be in and out of this. Vince Carter calls the White Howard the biggest crybaby, the biggest crybaby in, in sport right now that he knows. And I can't tell you. I don't know who Vince Carter knows, but. He probably knows a lot of people. Yeah, but the biggest crybaby. Um, and it does seem that way when his guys go from he's another guy who should have who shouldn't have left Orlando. I agree with that. Absolutely. He should not have left Orlando. Um, when you're going around searching for teams, and I think he's in a good place right now, but I'm waiting to see when he's going to mess that up out in Houston. He's not as good as he thinks he is. Like that's really what it comes down to. If you look at, I was looking up the stat, and Francis has sent me to the stat, but I was looking at this stat: quality rebounds. Are rebounds that are actually contested and not ones after free throws missed or wide open at the end of the at the bottom of the basket when a three pointer is missed? Is that how they keep it? Th- those are that those are two thirds of his rebounds. So he averages thirteen rebounds a game. He only really tries for four or five of them. When someone's attesting, uh, yeah, also, yeah. So he can jump through the roof. He has long arms. That's fine. He has great shoulders. You know, whatever. He's he, he's built for rebounding. That's a good. That's a good style. I don't think they keep him like that, but that's something good there, to watch. It's there, there's a there's a website out. There. I think it's teamrankings.com or something like that. And he does, he can't shoot free throws, and you know I mean really when it comes down to it, so you don't really have his to numbers pay him. are ballooned, I, in my opinion. He he has no low post game at all. I mean this is these are things that have that have plagued him throughout the year, but because he's been in Orlando, it hasn't been that big of a deal. Right. So I mean, Orlando, he was when the he guy. was in Orlando, yeah, right? He because was guy, he was better he... than everybody else. So I mean it, he looked like a superstar, but I still don't think he's as good as everybody thinks he is, or especially as good as he thinks he is. Well, yeah, he, he I, I just found. As big as he is and dominant, I thought he was. That he cries a bit too much for my and my yes. tasting. Um, but he's found the. Like, hopefully, he's found the home um, that I thought he could have created in Orlando. Derrick Rose is Derrick Rose playing again at a high level. <laughs> right knee ACL tore it up. Took the whole year off. Derrick mm. Rose twenty five, right? I think he's younger than that. Twenty four. Is he younger than that? I think. I mean, he's only been in the league three or four years. He came one year out of college. Yeah, Memphis was at. Um, he went to Memphis, right? Yeah, yeah. Mario Chalmers, I know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking about Kansas. <laughs> I'm not talking about Kansas beating them for the national championship. I'm not talking yeah, we're not about talking that. about that. That's a great yeah, full sentence. That. That's good. Um, Way to lay it down. But the um, the, the, it's, the it's way he plays, yeah, and not not just his athletic. Oh, ability. he's 25. You talk about apologies. 25. He is 25. You talking more the mental part of it? Absolutely. Well, considering the way he attempted to come back this time, and how much time it took him to get back on the court. Um, and now he's had another injury that didn't even have to do with anybody banging into him or, you know, that type of thing. So that puts a whole lot of self-doubt and 
uh, worry and wonder and hesitation and all those type of things unless he not, not only gets physically repaired but also has the mental and emotional work that goes with it because the mental side of it, the body is set up to protect you. Um, so the body, the mental side of it is going to do everything it can do to keep him from playing at that high level again. I wonder what, um, I wonder what his, uh, his deal is as far as his body is concerned because a guy, well, to get injured that often. To get injured that often. Yeah. He has such explosion. He's strong. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he works out. Most of that's given to him, that mm-hmm. that type of ability. Uh, but he does. he's one of those guys who have that natural talent and put works on top of it. Well, and basketball is one of the hardest um, games to play as far as your legs are concerned with all the cuts and moves and stuff that you have to do so quickly on the Plant court. And when you're in your feet, you know, the shoes are made so it sticks to the court type of thing. So it puts a lot of stress on your body. There's there's two ways he's going to go. One, he's going to work really hard and he's going to come back. Like he's not going to let anything doubt him. I really think that last year he was just scared. It was his first real injury. He's been through it now. He can rehab it and he'll be able to come back at the beginning of next year. You have uh, this guy Brandon Roy that used to play in the NBA. He was huge coming out of college. Senior out of Washington. Washington. Yeah, yeah, him and Nate Robinson played together. They were number one seed in the NCAA tournament. He had some of the biggest shots I've ever seen. Clutch shots in college basketball. He hurt both his knees. But he he, played, he was with Portland, hurt both his knees, and he, he tried to come back every time. I don't know if it was too early, too late, whatever it was. He was a fighter. He actually even tried to make uh, the, the, the uh, Timber, he made the Timberwolves squad last year and ended up starting a couple games but got hurt and then ended up shutting it down for good. But if you have that Brandon Roy mentality of I'm, I will play again <clears throat> and I will play at a high level, he'll do it. Well, and there's a... A fine line between coming back too quick and waiting too long because uh, somebody like an RG3, he might be coming back too quick, not allowing his body to fully heal, but his willingness and his desire to get out there and play again and not lose a position or, uh, you know, just be part of the game uh, could be coming back too quick. You've got Derek Rose who, you know, last year waited an awful long time before he looked to come back. And you can have a trainer or a doctor that can say you're ready, but until you're mentally and emotionally ready, you're not ready, um, and that means you know get the work that you need to do for either situation to make sure that you are physically, mentally, and emotionally ready because you cannot separate those three from each other. Yeah, but they've invested a lot of money in him, so I, him just sitting on his sitting on his behind for a whole year when he was healthy, he was medically cleared so to you, play. So you saying he should have come back? Yes, I th- I'm saying he should have tried slowly but surely last year. If his mental toughness wasn't there, get it back. Well, and I would agree with that, that you do something, you do whatever you need to do to get it back so you can get back on the court and at least Didn't he start play in the D-League for a little while? I don't uh, think at so. At the end of the year? I he think he's too big. Too big, what, mentally, ego? Yeah. Oh. Maybe. I, I think. I, 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 personally, I think. I don't know. I, I can, as a teammate, I would want him back because I know he gives us the best chance to win. But I can't mess with that, that guy's... Um, he has more than that year to play basketball. He mm-hmm. has... Probably ten more years. If he comes back with how we want him to come back as fans, I'm a fan of Derrick Rose. I don't know if you guys are. I want him to come back, and I want to see him play. But I want him to come back where he can play ten plus more years. Right. Um, he does have a. I, I don't get into it. the money. Is what it is. He has. He makes a lot of money. I think he has ninety four million left on that contract. He makes <laughs> seventeen um, million, seventeen something million, um, on that extension that he got in two thousand eleven. So he has three more years, so $94 million left mm-hmm. on that. 
that's what it is. Some guys get pressure about coming back because they pay me this money. Some guys have that time, that luxury to say, okay, I'm going to heal up. I don't, I don't know Derrick Rose, um, what his mental is. I know he's physically, he's going to put that work in to get back because as, as a superstar, even in college, even in high school, college, he, do, he doesn't want that uh, to leave the game and say, well, I gave it my best shot because he didn't get a chance to give his best shot. Right. He's only played 50 games in the NBA. 50 games, that's not even a season. Well, and that's the thing. If you look at it from the other side of the um, owner or coach's side, you're going to be looking at him and saying, you know, where's the consistency? Where can we trust him to play? Yes, we know he's a, an absolute phenomenal player, and I'm a fan of, his, of him as well. Um, and, you know, if the guy hasn't played for two years, then, you know, what's it going to take for him to really get back? And he's who are we going to put in his place in the meantime? Yeah, I would trade him right now <clears throat> if I were Chicago. You, you'd be a you. Okay. He, then, um, and can I tell you why? Yeah. I trade him because you could get somebody premier for him right now that's healthy and let them deal with what's going to happen later. So it's just the business and the lawyer part comes with There's you. no loyalty that's, for him. He's only, been yeah. with the, he's only been with the team for three years, and he's been hurt for two of them. There, there's some loyalty. Just because he was the number one overall pick, I would cut ties. And be done with him. And business-wise only. Well, and you, this what? is it would be emotionally tough to do because they love him so much. He grew up there. He went to Simeon. Like, he has the legacy of Chicago, but not with the Bulls. That's, that's somebody doing business. Uh, yes. I understand that um, because that's a lot of money in play. Um, but I, I give him a chance to come back. So and if he doesn't that, start next – like, say he starts well, next he, year and gets hurt again, th- then, the, then that, nobody's going to take him. Somebody will take Derrick Rose. Uh, they, they take, For that money? They take Matt Flynn every uh, week. <laughs> He's rich now. Man, we talked about that yesterday. He is rich. Uh, all, all I'm saying is he has to come back and reinvent his game. He has, he's not going to have the explosiveness so that can't, no one, can't nobody check him. Um, he is young. He's got to learn how to shoot. The thing, he's going to have to learn to shoot from 12 feet and out. Uh, he's he's really going to have to, he's gonna have to be consistently to be 50% or, from, or 45 to 48, not 42%. Well, the thing is, part of, the, part of what he needs to be doing as he's getting the surgery, going through the rehab, is there is so much that can be done for a player when they're going through rehab that can build them. Again, I go back, obviously, I go back to the mental and emotional part that can help them heal quicker because when their body is less stressed, they're going to heal quicker. So learning to do that, first of all. And then second of all, going and doing the imagination type of, uh, you know, working on the mental game from a deep, deep level visionary type place where you know even going into that light hypnotic state where you bypass the conscious mind which is going to make up all the excuses as to why you can't and go right to the subconscious mind where you can actually see and feel and experience yourself actually playing and since the mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined by the time he's done with rehab he'd be ready to go back on court now he still has to do the physical aspect to get his body you know back into the rhythm on court but he would be so much farther ahead coming back if he were to do that type he's of work. gonna have to do something because uh, of the caliber of player he is the caliber of player that everyone expect him to be um at first well, it has to and start, what he expects of himself exactly first yeah. it starts with him um but he has to do a whole lot of things that he has he haven't been doing um and not to say what he's been doing is wrong it's just it's not enough he's got to change something or get rid of something maybe do some yoga maybe do uh some lighter stretching not that stretching where you stretch so much, you just snap back. And they say muscles have a memory. Yeah, but when it's fully stretched and it has to snap back, right. it, it, you're not the same guy. Do you think that it would have benefited him to play a couple more years in college to strengthen his, to strengthen himself a little bit more? Or is no, he, is no, he such a physical like, specimen that it didn't matter? It didn't matter. A lot he's of like guys, a LeBron. Yeah, a lot of guys can't. Yeah, he's exactly. 
Uh, Even though LeBron, LeBron was skinny type. when he came out, I mean, mm-hmm. Derrick Rose is bigger than him coming right. out of college. But or coming out but of a lot of guys come out of uh, high school. Uh, they only they only allow them to well make them go to college now is for to keep college relevant. Yeah, for yeah, the, sure. For the for the NCAA's purposes and to hopefully but, keep people from getting injured as a rookie as an eighteen year old kid. But I mean, it's going to happen yeah, either way. But, so but, many there's but so teams many used to have patience. Teams used to uh, professional teams used to have that type of patience. I bring a guy in, I can play him sporadically. Uh, in his first season. And last night, Marcus Lattimore was a perfect example of your thing. They drafted him. He was hurt. They're going to sit him this whole year. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to sit him the start of next year, even though he started practicing, Willis so McGahee. he can learn. Willis McGahee tore his knee up. Oh, uh, my goodness. And, and that, was, that was a little bit more yeah. than tearing it up. Jeez. He should have never played football again, yeah. but Buffalo drafts him in the first round. Yeah. But the thing, too, with the physical aspect of it, that unless you have a trainer that actually knows and understands the body and how it works and your position, they need to understand both so that they can work the areas of your body that you're going to be working on the court. Otherwise, you can look big and strong, and you can lift weights, and you can run fast, and you can do all those great things, but you're still setting yourself up for injury because you haven't moved and strengthened the areas of your body that most need to be strengthened for your position. I'm pretty sure the pro trainers know how to do that. Not as well. as well. Professional basketball trainers don't know how to prepare their players' bodies. I didn't say that. I'm saying this. I said that there are some of them that don't know as much as they could or should. I'm saying you're going to have to start paying trainers, uh, and I don't know what the salary is for a trainer, uh, and I'm talking professionally. You have to start paying them like it matters now because you. I need you to get this guy back on the court, but I need you to get him back on the court where his confidence level is up. Um, I need to have some mental coach or capacity in that organization in that program. Whereas um, I have someone to go talk to, and it, everyone doesn't need it because they can grow up with a mental. Uh, growing up mentally in a situation is strengthening a lot of their how I need to play or, or how I go about my business, but. Everybody don't grow up in the same place the same way. Plus, a lot of the guys, they don't know who to go to or who to trust because they don't, uh, don't want to admit what's going on internally with them um, to any other player, even their best friends or family. So to have somebody that they know, like, and trust that they know will keep everything 100% confidential, it's amazing what gets said that, best that can relieve their mind so they can go out and play. He about to be a high-level psychologist, so he about to be a high-level mental um, guy because if he going off, I'm a fan of you also, I'm a fan of my friend who's professionally, then he can do just as much as damage as the well, guy is. And that's where having somebody that is always looking at the player's best benefit and not bringing their own crap into the call makes a big difference. Okay. i tell you what, we, um, we was going to take a break, but we, we'll go right to uh, 45. Um, we 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 we'll go right into it. We we'll skip the break. Um, but yeah, Derek Rose and um, well, he going if you had just getting into the show, he undergoes uh, surgery repair of meniscus. They were talking about you're gonna do microfracture. Where they're gonna drill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, I've had that done. He shouldn't do that. He yeah. shouldn't do that. That is a silly. Oscar Mars, unless, unless you're a regular, yeah. unless you're not running and jumping out the gym. Um, if you don't play tennis, where you because tennis, racquetball, basketball, that's that's a Fast action, fast so motion, much pivoting, and mm-hmm. planting exactly. and going, and quick, 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 quick twitch muscles. And, yeah. Unless you're going to do that, then I won't. Um, I, I wouldn't do that. Microfracture is not good. Mm. Yeah, I woke up from surgery, which was supposed to be a very minor surgery, uh, cleaning up under the kneecap, and I woke up and I asked the doctor, "How much? You know, how'd we do?" And he says, "Oh, we'll talk later." And I says, "No bullshit, we'll talk now." Yeah. And he told me that he'd tapped the knee uh, like six times. That's what happened to me. I was supposed to have just a minor surgery. Uh, yeah. Not well. I don't know if there's any minor surgeries. Yeah, surgery's never minor, but right. In but comparison. I was supposed to have a surgery that's supposed to be, 
you know, go in there and get it done. This is what mm-hmm. we're going to do. I come out, and he say you had micro fracture. Right. But he did three big holes to yeah. fill it. And you should have told me that before surgery. Oh, yeah. They tapped mine six times. You know, mm-hmm. what? who Derek Rose reminds me of now, back when he was pretty much a kid, is Dwayne Wade. Another Chicago guy, high flyer, just goes, goes you know, balls out right to, the, right to the bucket every time, falls, gets hurt, you know, sits, comes back. Dwayne Wade learned how to shoot. Like, he really learned how to shoot. And now he now he's forty eight percent from the field. Fadeaways, he has every shot in the book. He can step outside and hit the three. That's what Derrick Rose needs to learn how to do if he wants to elongate his career. Because the jumping will still be there. It won't be as great, especially because he the, can't plant off a good knee anymore. The jumping will only be there for his no, jump shot, not for the fat, yeah. Because the power you see how quick he is? That quickness comes with power also. Being able to explode and take off from one point to another that fast. Um, I, don't, I, I think he should use his jumper, his jumping to work on his jump shot. And just because you have that in your arsenal doesn't mean you have to go that fast all the time. Right. And he doesn't know that right. yet. He goes so fast all the time. He, he, his playground style is like, and that's what it is. I'm gonna beat you to the basket, <laughs> right. and you're not going. I'm gonna run right by you. Right. I'm gonna run right by you, but not, he's not never knowing. Really, and you got to play the whole game, right? Not, not just the first quarter. What or two. toll it's gonna take on your knees? Yeah. Um, Seahawks Browning uh, reportedly faced suspension a year sp- suspension. Now these guys got into this situation last year. They missed four games. Adderall, mm-hmm. Adderall. Well, yeah, it was <laughs> it was Adderall. Adderall's pro- uh, ADHD uh, supposed to makes you focus, focus, makes you, makes you focus, calms you down. Uh, on the street, it's called crack cocaine. <laughs> what it what it is? If you sold that on the street, you go mm-hmm. three to nine. You'll be in front of a judge. Yeah. You'll be in front of a judge if you saw that. But they tend to they tend to give these to human beings and, and say it's okay because the doctor gave it to you. That's right. It must now, be right because the doctor yeah. said I should have Seahawks, it. Seahawks uh, cornerback Brandon Browner reportedly facing one-year suspension. This one year is coming off of the Adderall situation last year. So uh, you mentioned well, this something. This is his third strike. Three strikes you out. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't play again. Well, no, no, well no, it's only a year in the but NFL. So, um, yeah, yeah. But that's why. <laughs> and you can appeal. You can appeal for six <laughs> years, and then you retire. It'll be, be fine. Pike man, Adam like, Jones. Three strikes. You're kind of Adam out. Adam Jones had like six strikes, and mm-hmm. he just. I mean, the commissioner depends on who he likes and who he wants to make or give somebody a chance. Now, that's mm-hmm. that's his opinion with that person. But uh, you can't blow great opportunities. There's some guys that can play in the National Football League that's not in the National Football League. He's right there on a team that could win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and he's going to mess it up. Right. I don't know. I haven't talked to uh, Brandon. Um, I called him. He hasn't returned my call yet. Well, yeah, he needs to talk to somebody <laughs> because a substance abuse policy, um, this when you go back, you can't go to your friend who's also drinking with you or whatever substance you're using. Mm-hmm. You, you, your friend has to be a high-level they got to be looking he, out for you as well he, as themselves. He has to be a high-level friend. You can't have right. AI friends. You can't, you can't no. do those guys who are just there <clears throat> for when it's all good. It's not your entourage. No, you can't have yeah. entourage. Um, but this guy is uh, – and you mentioned, Alex, is, um, is he just looking the other way? Is the coach looking the other way? Pete Carroll looking the other way? Because, you know, his teams are trouble teams um, going back to USC. Yeah. And they've got such an opportunity this year that you know now they're going to blow well, it. If you think they are you know, home field, they're thinking about re-signing Antoine Winfield, who I mean I think he's thirty-six, but he played sixteen games last I year was for Minnesota. Antoine in July, mm-hmm. it don't look like he's ready to play. Well, mm-hmm. give him give him two weeks, and maybe for a playoff run to just come off the bench and play, you know, twenty-five snaps, something like that. He he knows the offense, he knows the defense, I believe. Didn't he? I think him and Pete Carroll have some sort of tie. Um, and then I don't know what the tie is, but they just signed somebody that got released by uh, released by San Francisco, five eleven, one ninety five. So Pete Carroll has a knack for finding big defensive backs. 
So if I were Brandon Browner, I'd try to get this resolved. You know, yeah, resolved and get back on the field. Otherwise, your job's going to be gone. But what's resolved? A year suspension? I don't know. Or if he he's, he's he can uh, if he can appeal, he's appealing now. But yeah, he's going. He don't want it. the year. He probably will get ten games. Uh, if the year is just so we can have a conversation, and pl- mm-hmm. plus this is not your first offense. Yeah, you well, you don't get a year if it's your first offense. People have killed people and not get a year. <laughs> would you take like it, it, as part of the plea? Would you say I'll take a year if I'm if guilty? It, well, no, no, no. I'll take a year if it starts next year, as opposed to right away, so he can live through this playoff run right here that they're going to have. I don't Do you know, think that because I've never that'd been be a good bargaining chip? I've never. You say it depends on what side of the te- what side of the table you're on as to whether that's yeah, a good bargain I don't know, or not. I don't because I never. I don't think NFL. I don't think professional athletes need drugs. Uh, and they, I don't know what drug this is. I don't know what substance this is. Maybe he. They're very alcohol. good at covering it up. They're very good at not leaking oh. what the drug is oh, oh, that, oh, yeah, yeah. that is well, being abused. Look what Lyle could Alze- be steroids. I mean, you don't know. Lyle Alzado passed away from steroids. Mm-hmm. He was never tested positive for steroids. Now, <laughs> that's a good cover up. Um, I don't know what his his deal is. I don't know what we'll this guy. Out. Well, and there was one of the reporters that I don't know if he had reported that he was on a certain type of drug or a PED or whatever, and then he's now recanted that. So it well, seems to be book. up in we air. We get a book every year, and it has drugs that you cannot take on the back page. Mm-hmm. Remember, you yeah. you were talking about this. It's on. A, it's on a. Um, it, it may be on the front page. I don't know. I never. <laughs> it's pretty. I, 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 I never had to worry about it. It's I, a pullout. <laughs> yeah. It's um. But it's a list. It's a of, centerfold. It's a list of a lot mm-hmm. of drugs that you can't pronounce. Oh um, yeah. And and I remember I remember one year a lot of guys were taking ephedrine, and it wasn't banned. Right. Next year it was banned. Um, so the NFL, you know, once they find out what guys, if guys say, you know, it helps them play or it gives them oxygen or do something, the NFL is going to ban it. I personally never thought that mm-hmm. the uh, and then you can get B twelve shots. B twelve shots are natural. That's that's the energy you already have in your body. Mm-hmm. I never thought professional guys. Had to take you was already the best in the world. Um, physically, work out a little more. Yeah, work out a little more. Mm-hmm. Go, go to team events a little bit more. Get some camaraderie with your team. Go work mm-hmm. out with a teammate. Find out who you think think mm-hmm. is the weak link, and then push him more. Mm-hmm. And not just push him, but let him work out with you. Right. Because I can have a conversation with around somebody, and they get it, and I don't have to go in and push them and pull them in front of everybody and embarrass that person. Mm-hmm. You just have a conversation with somebody, and it clicks. Sometimes that clicks. Yeah, you, you would think that the NFL, with the amount of money that it has to, to go do something positive, maybe make a test where you could test these pills or test these shots or whatever that say, yes, this would be banned or this would not be banned. I mean, I'm not a, a chemist. I'm not a Walter White or anything like that. But you are like, white. Oh, that is absolutely <laughs> correct, and I have a goatee. Thank you, sir. Um, but you looked in a mirror lately. I, I have, and I, I, I'm almost clear. Uh, but having some sort of test that, okay, I have this thing. Can I put it in this machine? If I get popped for it, then I don't take it. There's got to be put a million dollars into it. it just, was, just, just see what happens. The NFL, yeah, well, just the NFL did that. They put it on a piece of paper, and, and it's up to you to read it. If you want to put something in your body, you should. But there's too much reading involved. Just pop it in the machine. It's either red or green. That's Green's the good. With the internet, right? There. <laughs> the red pill that's or the a, green pill. That's yeah. the problem with the internet. That nobody wants to read anymore. We just want to listen to a playlist or something like that. Oh, I, God I, I, forbid. The problem too with a lot of drugs. I mean, even over the counter drugs that you can take it and get all hyped up over it. I could take it and it puts me to sleep. Oh, yeah. Speaking of pills. Speaking of pills. <laughs> can I have one, please? I'll give you ten that's bucks. Your, those are your Sunday pills. I'll give you twenty on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my Sunday pistol. I gotta wait. I gotta wait a couple of days to take these. <laughs> Keep me going. No, they, they, they have a list of uh, they have a list of things, and it's on a sheet of paper. But if you're gonna put anything in anything in your body, if you're gonna go to a, 
um, health store or whatever store mm-hmm. that ser- sells these things, if you're going to get it from a friend, they say, oh, and their friend tell you or the doctor or some type of science guru say, you take this, it's untraceable, uh, A-Rod, it's untraceable, you can take this, it'll be out your system. Guys used to get on cycles when I was in college. But you take it to somebody, to what Alex was saying, you take it to somebody, say, take it to a trainer, say, is this okay for me to take and here's why I'm taking it. Not to get an edge, but I got an injury, and they say right. this works for that. So, but, full circle, do you think that this is going to affect them in their playoff run? Having their, yes, having their too ses- much best, se- Well, no, 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 they're having their second best, say on the field only, their second best defensive back out. That's not their second best. Who? Richard Who's Sherman. Who is their best? That safety, the number 31. I don't know his name. Let me look up his name. But that guy is a ball. I watch him and I'm impressed. And mm-hmm. I'm not impressed with any of these guys. I watch this guy. He's probably about 5'8. Which is short for that second day. I'm mm-hmm. impressed by this guy. And I think the Seattle Seahawks is team. Go ahead, Deborah, because I'm going to look this guy up. Oh, I was just going to mention that one of my um, good friends is a high-end nutritionist that works with pro athletes, um, basketball, football, you know, baseball type of thing. She even looks at some of the over-counter drinks that you can take, um, some of the bars that you know you can eat that just for in-between. Well, really, I mean, looking at all those things, there's water that are infused with different things that you know she'll look at it and really examine it to see what's the effect going to be on your body to make sure that these guys are getting the best that they can without... <laughs> Putting them at risk. How'd you get popped? Oh, I was. I, I'm addicted to smart water. Well, well uh, but there's I, certain I, certain drinks out there that have things in that can really screw you up. You well, we're gonna take a break, and I'm gonna look for this That's guy's good. name. Do we got it down and dirty? Uh, yeah, we have a short. We got a short, short one. one. Well, it's a short segment coming up. Quam Last Sports Talk. Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. Welcome back to the show. I normally let that play, but we don't have a lot of time. We do have a down and dirty segment, but you heard the music, so you know it's a down and dirty segment. And speaking of Eminem, I was speaking of him, wasn't I? You were. Okay. Um, let me tell you how genius this guy is. 
he can make an album go multi-platinum um in this day and age this mm-hmm. business of where you really it's hard to go platinum now because you can steal everything on the internet and he can't even say the n-word down and dirty with deborah go Words to, words to live by. Yeah, that's that's an intro for you. <laughs> yeah, you. I let that sink on y'all. I let that sink, and then we're y'all thinking. get back to bed. We're sinking another day. All right. So down and dirty with Deborah. The problem I see with a lot of top performers now. This is sports, business, um, doesn't matter. But any top performer that's out there to be able to make it to the top is one thing. Staying on top is something hugely different. And what I've recognized is that there's a lot of top performers that they get to a certain place, and I talk about this in my book, Averages and Addiction, that they don't realize that they can be a top performer and still be part of the top, middle, or bottom of all the other top performers that are out there. Now, when you look at the bottom, if you even if you're a top performer and you're at the bottom, you don't have to worry about them so much because they're going to take care of themselves. They're just going to drop off. It's that middle area that's such a big problem because in that middle area, you're average. You might be average among top performers, but you're still average. I see this happening when we've got guys that are coming out of college, and let's say they're going into the NFL, and all of a sudden in college they were a top performer, they get to the NFL, and they're barely average at best. Um, and they need to work harder in order to get back on top again. It happens a lot of time when guys will get a major contract where all of a sudden they've been doing extremely well in their position, and the next thing you know they get a major contract, and because of the expectations that are out there, they start dropping back to average. Or we have the you know sophomore year type of thing that they did extremely well, and now they've dropped back to average. I can see it coming off of injuries. We just talked about you know Derek Rose. We see it with a lot of players that they get injured, um, somebody else is now playing their position. They're trying to go through rehab uh, to get back into whatever profession that they play in. And they, through that time when they're injured, they get frustrated and upset. They start to doubt themselves. They're worried about getting back and getting and start playing. And they can come back oftentimes and they're average coming back. Now, again, they're average as a top performer, but they're still average amongst their peers. So one of the things that I uh, always work with my guys on is they need to be able to admit if they've dropped back to that average position. It happens to the best of us and it happens in um, cycles a lot of times where all of a sudden you drop back and you're average, you need to be able to admit it so you can get tough and get serious again. Stop wasting time whining and crying and get back to the basics, get back to playing the game at a high level, but you first have to admit that you're average in order to start going back up again. Great down and dirty segment with Deborah. Go to yourclearage.com or deboradebreed.com. Am I right with that? You are. Also, one more thing I wanted to off, uh, answer is I fire, um, announced, there we go, it's another A word, is that <laughs> if you go to uh, my com website is now up. There's also a Down and Dirty with Deborah blog out there. Um, I've got a special offer out there for anybody interested. Just go to com forward slash offer. Take a look at it and um, sign up because I'm going to be teaching in eight weeks how to stand out, be excellent, and get paid what you're worth. That is, I like that. Is that a uh, teaching online or that's, you That's going to be a teleseminar. It'll be recorded for those who can't um, show up, up at the time. But yeah, it's going to be a recorded session that not only will I be teaching on each one of those eight calls, uh, probably 20 to 30 minutes tops, but then I'm going to open up the lines and I'm going to do um, Q&A, but more than Q&A, I'm going to actually do um, laser coaching. So you'll be able to experience what uh, my you know, VIP clients experience. You're taking this to the next level, huh? Damn straight, dude. The next level after the <laughs> next level. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, uh, about the segment, about the... Um 
Top, middle, and bottom. Top, middle, and bottom. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go to the middle because the uh, the what you guys think that uh, a guy who's been around for five years, average guy, but he's hung around. He's made the team every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go to we can also go into the lawyer loyalty part of it. But the business part of it, he's been around for five years. This guy's gonna help us, and he's still a young guy. He's probably twenty six now, twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Isn't it time for him to get a contract? And then, then when those guys get that contract, they feel like, okay, I finally made it. He was average the whole time, entire time. Uh, and I say average, you were better than a regular person out there on the street. Yeah, but you absolutely. can contribute on a football You're team. You're average among your peers. R- right, right, right. All right, I, I got a nice contract. I would think that would push a guy over the top to say, okay, now I could be recognized as one of these guys, but I have to do something to show you that I'm one of these guys mm-hmm. instead of what the perception is that I made this money. Uh, but then a lot of guys get money, and then they feel like I found – and not, not the average guy, now I the become, top guys. Now I become comfortable. They become comfortable. I can relax I, I, I in got, my position because I, look who I am. Make me throw up in my mouth. I've yeah. seen that too many times, and I'm like, God, you could be great. Don't you – because at that point I'm thinking – I can't wait to see him in the Hall of Fame or give his Hall of Fame speech or this guy could be go down as one of the great. It's, I think it's, I think it's. Let me talk with two tones. It's tough and it's not tough mm-hmm. to get in the Hall of Fame. Depends on where you are, and who you are, and who what you you're know. doing after your football career. A lot of these guys, when they get done, you start mentioning the Hall of, uh, Hall of Fame. Then they get on these TV shows and radio shows to validate their. Oh, well, the numbers should speak for themselves anyway. I right. still can't believe that uh, Andre Reid is not in the Hall of Fame. Andre Reid is not in the Hall of Fame. Buffalo receiver, mm. number 83 for the Buffalo Bills. you think if they would have won one, he would have been? Some people that haven't won one are in. I understand. But they he, made it he, four times he, and then win. Right. He went four times. I think Dallas, Pittsburgh beat him. Dallas beat him twice or Pittsburgh beat him twice? Miami? No, they, Miami didn't win one. The Giants? Giants. Giants. That was uh, Steve Christie or whoever missed that, that chip left. shot, right? Yeah, left. Uh, Big yeah, I mean, that's all you got to do is kick. That's all you got to do is it kick. It was cold there. Cold my foot. All you gotta do is kick. That's an improvement. Thank you for that. It's yeah, sure. <laughs> another. It's another F word. Monday night. Yeah. Monday night football. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm comes to the conclusion. I'm on the edge of um, the excuses. Um, and I'm talking RG three. This was a game San Francisco Forty Nine have to win. They had to win this game. Stop beating around the bush. We only got a minute and a half, so I'm, I'll be quick with this and let you guys get in. Say what it is. Because if you don't, everybody's going to point the finger to you. you. You're making too many excuses and trying to put the uh, weight of the world on your shoulder. You are not that guy yet. You're not that guy yet. You're, you got to see on your jersey for a reason. Start being a captain. Yeah. He, um, he shouldn't be playing, first of all. Uh, he's running around like he's on stilts. Like, that's what he looks like. He's on, or he's wearing five-inch pumps. Like he's what do women call them? Like, the, the skinny heels? Stilettos. The pumps, yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are the stripper ones, right? I don't know. I, I, don't, know. Stripper, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know about heels. I have no idea. Um, but he's running around like he's wearing heels. Like, that's how, that's how uh, you know, it's, it don't frustrates me so much. Oh. Because he, he should not be playing, but he's scared to lose his job, as he would if he wasn't playing. You think he'll lose his job? 100%. Uh, Kirk, Kirk, Cousins, Kirk Cousins is good. He huh? fits that Michigan, offense so much better. Michigan, Michigan State, State, yeah. Yeah, he fits that offense so much better, and he's a Big Ten guy. They usually produce pretty good quarterbacks. I mean, that's, that's <clears throat> Number one. Go. Number two, better than the Pac-12. Um, number two, uh, Mike Shanahan needs to be fired first. Fire him, and then if RG3 doesn't mesh well in one year with the new coach, get rid of him. Let Kirk Cousins play. That's what. That's what. That's I th- the same again, thing they did to the quarterback who was in Washington, who went to. But it was so different. He was twelve years older than. than he uh, had seven, six different offensive coordinators, and I don't know how many non-office uh, quarterback coaches. And then we kept saying Campbell, Jason Campbell, and then we kept saying. Oh, I thought you were talking about McNabb. No, man, I'm not talking oh. about him. I'm talking about the Jason, Jason Campbell, Campbell. <laughs> and. 
we wonder why he wasn't successful. But he was steady, but he wasn't successful. And he's doing well in Cleveland now. He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. He's now. hurt. But he was doing anything, well. Deborah. Anything on this? Kaepernick looked really good. Kaepernick, no, just, looked, Kaepernick looked good, but Kaepernick got to stop being so sensitive. Well, and I didn't like uh, RG3's interview when they talked about leadership and he couldn't answer the question. Right. So if you're a leader, you know you're a leader. He does. I think it was unfair that he was put at the captain as a rookie first. Just because he was the number two overall pick, he's a leader. Right. Make a defensive guy a leader. Make a defensive guy a leader. I don't agree with. I, I agree with you on that. I don't agree with you. You first pick, you the captain. No. Oh, and you know who made out on that deal? St. Louis. They get. Washington's first round pick and second round pick right. this year, uh, and on top of their own, they're going to be good next year. I tell you what, that might be something we could talk about next Monday. Again, we wouldn't, we won't be here uh, Thursday and Friday. I think I'm going to go to Kansas, Lawrence, Kansas. Watch the last game is Kansas and Kansas State. You going to check out basketball game? You check out Mr. Wiggins I, when I'm you're do, there. I'm going to do that too if I can. Um, but I'm I think I'm going to get on a plane and go to Kansas by Friday, <laughs> probably Friday. I don't know. We've, we've, I'll see. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thank you, Deborah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything? <laughs> I, don't think he was, I don't think she was talking to you. She was I, talking to everyone. Oh. I was talking to everyone. Right. Anyway, well, thank you, Deborah. You too, and you too, Alex. I appreciate it. <laughs> Kevin, thanks for uh, everything. But if you can mute his mic sometimes, go ahead. Feel free to do that. Um, the BS question will go Clancy. up if that happens. <laughs> Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris, uh, Jameson Winston. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll know some by Monday. Heisman Trophy. Heisman Trophy. You're well, high. We'll see you guys next week. Maybe you're high. I could be high. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.